everybody, you know who it is. It's time for another episode. This game could be your life. This week we're doing something a little bit different. We're going back to the long format. This uh, is an arc of Uncharted Worlds, powered by the Apocalypse game. It's like an outer space adventure thing. My twin brother, Jason, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, he'll be GMing this season. It'll be a longer arc than the last few uh, stories we've put out. I uh, hope you enjoy it. And if you like what you hear, please leave a rating and review. Thank you. Fellas, listen, um, there's a lot of, you know, terrible things about this quarantine, but one silver lining in my life is that it has brought something back into my life that was missing, a missing piece that I didn't realize how empty I was without it, and that's Dance Dance Revolution. I'm playing that shit every day. I'm getting that footwork back. Um, I just got back up to hard mode on a bunch of songs. I'm shredding that shit. Is there anything above hard? Yeah, there's expert shit. Well, you know, so I'm not really playing Dance Dance Revolution. I'm playing Step Mania, which is like the open source, like computer okay. version of it. Right. And so you just download packs off the internet. And like a lot of these packs, it's for the hardcore players. Like they don't even put anything less than expert mode on these. Why would things. they? Yeah. I mean, that's just, right. if you're going out and looking for that shit, you're probably not real bad at it. And I, I don't know why I think this, but uh, Dance Dance Revolution. I've heard that like the key to winning, like the harder levels, is that there is actually a prescribed dance you should be doing. Like everyone I mean, will kind of do them the same way, you know? I think that's definitely, that's like true. I don't think, I don't know if I see that as like an insight about it. It's like, it's a rhythm game. Like it follows the rhythm and like the difficult runs in it like do tend to follow like the fast melodies or something like that. Um, so like, yeah, you're dancing and then it's also like getting really good at it is learning to read ahead in this like fucking deluge of arrows coming at you and thinking like, oh, all right, right now I need to turn left instead of right so that my body's in the right direction. Do you uh, ever use your hands? Is there any plays where you go Um, down there? There's definitely on like some of these hard, like custom, like homemade Johns, um, People definitely put like hands okay. things in there where you got to hit three arrows yeah. at once or something. Um, I'm not at the level of doing those kinds of ones quite yet. You do this flips. podcast sucks. <laughs> Yo, I used to fucking. This is how I used to sweat weight. Oh, for, for wrestling for crew. Oh, for I was crew. a lightweight. That old. I never had to. I never had to sweat weight for for wrestling because I sucked at it. So I Whatever. never really <laughs> demanded any weight class. But uh, for crew, I had to sweat weight. And yeah, I would just put on all my clothes and play DDR until I lost five pounds from dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine, I just imagine like all the thumping and bumping in, in, in your household, and you're just like in your in your room with like a fucking sweatsuit on, 
<laughs> and uh, and like a trash bag over you. <laughs> like, dude, I fucking sweat playing this game now, bet, like without dude. any. Clothes it's insane, on. man. It's crazy legs shit. It's like wild ass shit. Like, what songs are you? What song? What songs are you rocking on uh, DDR? I gotta find more like good packs. My favorite like song pack that I have is like a bunch of video game okay. shit. Um. So like stuff from like the Jet Set Radio Future soundtrack is dope. Y'all ever play that game? It's probably I after did. all y'all's time. I, I played oh, that did? game. Um, I don't know. And then like you know, it's just like all kinds of random ass techno tracks and stuff. Okay. Weird poppy house music or like whatever. So my biggest hope right now is that like I don't know if y'all have been to the gallery since it like reopened fashion district it's the fashion <laughs> district now but they got a legit fucking arcade in the gallery now and i really hope it survives this fucking quarantine because like have y'all seen this fucking arcade no, what's going on there all right this john has a fucking bowling alley big ass bowling alley there's mad pinball machines right by the bowling alley whole section of pool tables i don't know if there's a bar in there or not um they and then like mad like the type of games that like spit out tickets, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. ski ball and your, your dexterity whack-a-moles. carnival type games, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, your whack a moles. And then, you know, like plenty of like typical arcade games like you'd see in like movie theaters or stuff, like all kinds of driving games or whatever. But also, they have a whole section of like all kinds of rhythm games, like obscure, like weird Japanese shit you ever never heard of, like ones with like whole drum kits there. They got DDR, they got Pump It Up. They got all that kind of like wild ass rhythm game stuff. And then the shit that really gets gets my fucking dick hard is that there's a whole section in the back. There's this whole long section of unmarked seated cabinets, row after row of arcade cabinet, totally unmarked with nothing but the most hardcore fucking fighting games. <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom, fucking SNK, like all that shit. Damn, there's some dirty For the shit hardcore going on. players. Yeah. Dude, are there like hardcore dudes hanging out playing these games? Like black nerds just going I, fucking I don't, crazy. I only so I only like went in there one time, and I haven't like sat down and like played in there yet. You're but intimidated. There's got to be. Yeah, right? you're definitely scared to go back there. Though <laughs> I am. Like I remember, like the cabinet boys. Like, when you are gonna go to roll an arc- on you. Yeah, when you go to an arcade with like a scene. Cab for that, crew. Like you roll in thinking like, oh yeah, I got a pretty good Chun Li. Like <laughs> let's take let's take it out in public and see what. What I can do, and you just get fucking flawless in two seconds. I want to know how do these guys flawless. get so good, dude? How do they get well, so the, because good? no well, girlfriends? The, yeah, no. Girlfriend, I didn't have a girlfriend in high one. school. I wasn't that good at that shit, <laughs> and I sucked at shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got yeah. the worst of both. Well, you know, the thing is, it's like I don't, I don't know what it is. Like people can, I don't know how people do this, but the trick is they can identify like frames of of movement of the animation. And they know when to like hit the buttons. Like, they- it's true. When you're at a really high level like that, you know, like a like how many frames moves are. The less frames, you know, the better, right? And you know, like what moves can be canceled mid animation, so that like you get the damage on them 
but end the animation and move on to a new move quickly. But is and this like, fun? Yeah, it's about it's identifying frames, like you're saying, Jeff. It's not fun. <laughs> that does not sound fun. It's not fun. Yeah, I guess like I guess really good. No, but that's why it's like that's why fighting games are so good, man. It's a fucking <sighs> sport. It's fucking high speed yeah. chess. I guess the thing about those games and video games in general, and I play video games, so I shouldn't shit on video games, is that the really good players have figured out how to beat the system rather than get really good at the gameplay. Like, they're obviously, they're good at the gameplay, but then they get into that whole system shit with, like, the frames and the speed running. It just doesn't appeal to me. I think that's just me. the next level. I think that's just the next level. Yeah, I think that's gameplay. how you have to take it. You can probably only be that's so just the good at the game. Like, you're not going to say shit like that about Bobby Fischer playing chess, memorizing, like, board states and stuff. Like, that's um, the same thing. You fuck Bobby Fischer. No, I would say that they're... Yeah, okay. I guess the metaphor extends that far. I'm a big chess fan, and I understand. You understand, like you know, that's more memorization and strategy. Yeah, like, like the met, the meta game is the next level of like being yeah. good at the game. You know, I suppose. I suppose you're right. I suppose. Speaking of games, I guess. I guess that makes Joe the DM then. Well, anyway, you, I just I in. I hope this place I hope this place stays open so that when I come out of quarantine, like really fucking good at DDR, I can take it out. <laughs> take it to the streets, see who's biting. Yeah. I do really love that old clip of that, that fucking big dude uh, dancing, doing the DDR or whatever. And, like, he's killing it, man. Like, his feet are like a tornado. He's, his back is real upright, and he's a big dude. I he's, bet he's got his ass on the bar, dude, too. Like, he's, like, not even fucking he, standing it's up. It's really impressive. Like, you start the clip, and you're like, oh, this guy, it's going to be some kind of embarrassing thing. And he fucking kills it. And then he's like, yeah. And he walks off, and he fucking tri- and he trips walking off the machine. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, no, man, you had it. You fucking had it. There was this one dude, like this, like uh, like straight edge hardcore kid looking guy, kind of like like a like a Moby, all black, you know, like at Quarter World one day, and um, like wearing all black, not all black. That would have just been a weird thing to say. Um, but he was uh, he was on the DDR machine, just like fucking slaying it over and over and over again, and this huge crowd of like 16 to 19 year old girls were just like encircling Mm -hmm. him. And he was like, he was just, he slayed it. It's totally covered in sweat and just walks out of the building at the end of it. And I was like, you know, just like, fuck it. It's like the equivalent of a mic drop in a DDR sesh. And he was like, what? 45, 50. He was like, yeah, probably about 45. Yeah. Just like all sad and alone. (laughs) Just the only talent in the world. Delightful. Making them panties wet. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't. I suck. I lose too. Oh my god! Speaking of panties, the funny. I I forgot about this line in the wire. I wanted to take your panties and make soup with them. (laughs) Herc says that season two. It doesn't age well. That show. Yeah, no. The workplace uh, relationships don't age so hot. And that's not that fucking far away, man. That was like 2002. I had a weird experience today. Um, we ordered Chinese food, and I went to go pick it up. There's a there's only one. There's a guy waiting in his car to get his food, and he's just blasting Van Halen loud as yeah. shit. But that's what's up. But Van Hagar, not 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 no. not DLR. Hell, no. I mean, hell no. I'll tell you what. Uh, you, I used to I used to think that I, I was going to say the same d- thing, man. I like them both. I don't care what people. I was say. like, I know Joe is going to say that Van Hagar is all right, and they're not. <laughs> now listen, listen, they're not, man. Not true. That is listen, incorrect. guys, listen. Let me clarify. Let me clarify here. I don't listen to any Van Hagar. 
I don't really like it myself, but you know what? I used to think that um, Dio era Sabbath wasn't worth a damn. You haven't heard Mob Rules, then. and that's obviously wrong. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. Van Hagar. Maybe there's something there that Check I haven't privilege. noticed. Yeah, may- oh, maybe. Can I? Uh, can I? <laughs> can I tell you guys something that happened to me on well, Sunday? Well, but anyway, this guy was listening to Van Hagar. Oh, I thought that was the other. <laughs> He's singing Damn. in his car. He's singing in his car and air drumming and basically screaming along to it. And it's I don't loud know a as single shit. Song. And I look at him and he looks at me and he points at me. He gives me like the <laughs> yes. double finger, like the double Hell finger yeah. guns, and he's like, not the log. And I basically gave because I pussed out because I was going to try to take a picture of him. Uh, I had to give him like an air fist bump, basically. Like, yeah. Nice. You're cool. All I right. had a less Let's... pleasant quarantine experience. So I, my family and I went for a walk. I have a young son, a five-year-old. Went for a walk. And... Wait, wait, wait. Jeff, were you done that story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more to mine out of that one. So thanks, Jeff. Jason, go ahead. Check your privilege, Jason. Check your privilege. I'm sorry. I, no, I really need to check my privilege. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm walking along. And this woman who owns a business in town, and it's like, so it's like the main avenue of, of the town I live in. She's painting the steps of her business. And she's a heavy set woman. And she's sitting in a chair. I'm not body shaming her. It's fine. She's sitting in a chair and she's like bent over and she's like painting. But she's in the middle, right in the middle of the fucking sidewalk. And my family and I walk by and I'm like, hey, how's it going? She goes, I'd be a lot better if you weren't so close to me. Whoa. And I said, I said, maybe not be so fat, you fat bitch. Ooh, I didn't get that spicy. I'm not going to body shame her, but I'm going to be like, why don't you not park your ass in the middle of the sidewalk next time? And my, and my wife, did you say it? Jason, did you yeah, say it? I said it to her. And my wife's like, <laughs> you said the A word in front of your kids? <laughs> That's damn. And my wife is like, that's just oh, damaging. Done for. Jason, no, no. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Don't park your ass in the middle of the fucking sidewalk. She's like, mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'm like your store sucks anyway. Bye. I didn't say that. That's that's too dark for me. I don't want to go too dark with it. But I got pretty. Yeah, I don't want to say sucks. And I was like doing that thing where I just kept thinking about it. Like it. And, like, and you then you're it? like, and then you're the next thing you know, you're standing outside of her house <laughs> <laughs> with a hatchet. Come out! You come out right now. <laughs> Park your ass in the street now, bitch. <laughs> See how close I get to you. Because I wasn't wearing a mask, I don't think you should. I don't think you need to wear a mask when you're walking down the street, personally. But like, don't step to me when you're sitting in your lawn chair painting a, a fucking steps in the middle of the sidewalk. Come on! And I got a little kid. What am I going to do? Yep. Get in the street with him? No, 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 no. All right. I'll tell you what, it's good to it's good to cross the street when you see people. I'm also on team mask okay. on the street. I say wear the mask out there. And it's also good to accommodate people that are working doing a job. Well, but but it probably wasn't the time to It wasn't the time to cross the street. Because it's more of like a two it's a busy street. It's like the main drag. It's not like it's like a pedestrian street. Normally if I go for I go for a lot of walks and I'm trying to get my steps up and if I see someone cross coming at me, I'll cross the street. I don't care. No shame there. But like, I don't, I'm just saying, it, it's incumbent upon her. I understand. You got you got a herd mm-hmm. to handle. You can't be just changing no. direction. While no, I'm not nimble. Like that. Yeah, when you got yeah, the, the herd, man. Yeah, the, I, the world's got to change. You. 
The world's got. I have a child. <laughs> I have a child. I have a child. Make way. All right. Are we playing? <laughs> yeah, this we're game playing this game. So talk about bullshit. Let me welcome you guys. I don't know, man. This is Space. this game could be your life. Just bullshit for hours. This is ca- this is Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, the tabletop game. This right? game is called Uncharted Worlds. Oh, I'm gonna be Spike. Okay. So, you guys ready? We're switching it up, guys. We're switching it up. Jason is gonna GM a game. Guest GM. Mm-hmm. Unprecedented. Guest GM. I'm a little nervous. I say he just is our GM. I'm a little real. nervous. We'll see how this goes, but I'm a little nervous. We're going to fuck your shit up. Yeah, we'll make it as difficult as we can for you. Okay. So we're playing a game. It's called Uncharted Worlds. It's a Powered by the Apocalypse game. I want to welcome you guys to a universe. Okay? It's a universe whose riches are matched only by its peril. Where vicious space gangs mingle alongside cosmic mystics. Untold galaxies await exploration and exploitation. From corporations who can make your wildest, nastiest dreams come true. And where the brave and the cunning, with a little bit of luck, can become anyone they want to be. But for you guys, this is all a dream. Because the four of you find yourself sitting in the New Wilmington Space Station in the Remedial Learning Center. (laughs) Because you've all lost... What a nightmare! Wilmington followed us down Because you've all lost your licenses. (laughs) And now you're oh. sitting in a remedial learning class to get your licenses back. Wait, your what space licenses? driver's license? <laughs> so I need you guys to. I want to go around. I want you guys to introduce your character and put you on the spot. Why you lost your license? My name is Grumfar the Thick. I am a guerrilla mercenary raised. Raised by the nomads, who is a mystic space cult. I'm a mercenary. I got tons of guns and stuff. I have a little laser cannon. I have a, a novelty t-shirt on that's armored that says choking hazard with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> and I have uh, I have floral, floral board shorts on as well. I lost, I, I lost my license because I was coming home from a party. I had too many party favors. And I... Uh, was pulled over, space space pulled over, and I I slew the uh, I killed the arrest the, the officer. You lost uh, your license for that. I did. Uh, you know, he knocked on the window in a spacesuit, and as the window slid open, I had my gun right to my chest. Oh, a smoked pork like, situation. Uh, license and registration. Bow, 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 bow. I just shot him six times right in his head. So you know they don't they don't look kindly Mm-mm. on that. So now I'm here getting it back. Thanks, Grumthar. I'm uh I'm Captain Buck Charter, and uh, jokes on you! I didn't lose my license at all. I've got it right here. I'm just hanging out. I'm just waiting. You know, having myself a good time. I like uh, coming to court here, watching how these common folk, how these, you know, if anyone needs a hand with something, get over on the man. That's what I'm doing. I'm just hanging out. So I've got my shit right here. And as soon as I get out of here, I'm gonna hop in my that fine space shuttle you saw outside. That's mine. Maybe you've heard of it, the Ponce de Leon, the finest shuttle, <laughs> the finest shuttle in the galaxy. That's where I'll be. Kurt, Krong Thule work on large or dark matter rig in outer space. 
one day Krong lose license uh, for drinking dark matter smoothie on job. Uh, no, no go well. Many diarrheas later find himself here with his large stomach of muscle uh, and meat head. But the head of meat. The head, head of Excellent. meat. Head of Excellent. meat. Too many dark matter smoothies, huh? And what is, uh, okay, Krong's a wrecker? Is wrecker. Krong mm. is wrecker. Excellent. Krong is wrecker. Uh, Joe. My uh, designation is NC-17. I was was formerly a research AI uh, in a facility, uh, but um, I didn't like that. So I I destroyed the facility. I completed their research on my own, which involved inserting positronic uh, AI brains into human host bodies, uh, which I have done so. Um, and I don't think I should have lost my license at all. Uh, they, they took it away because, uh, they said that I accidentally, uh, ran someone over with a spaceship, but in fact, I, I, I completed what I set out to do with precision. I ran the person over so that I could, you know, harvest their organs (laughs) for sale. It was, it was executed with with absolute grace and precision, I did exactly what I set out to do, um, and so I, I think it's it's wrong that they took my license away. But here I am; I'll get it back, and uh, I'll be back in business. Excellent, excellent. So you guys are sitting in kind of a shitty learning annex. The four, the four of you. There's a there's a few other people around. There's probably about eight people in this room, and uh, the class is led by a corporate automated. Remedial Learning Administrator, Carla. This is Carla Four. Captain Buckcharter, please tell me, what is the proper polarization for tachyon engines when initiating a light jump? You... It's whatever you want it to be. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you sure do answer funny. Oh lord. Please help me. Oh, child. What a slow learner. I make, a, I make like a, a finger gun in her direction. Squeeze the trigger. <laughs> Look around at the rest, the rest of the students. See if they get a chuckle I out left. of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what would be great. I'll tell you what would be great, everyone. If someone ripped Carla's head right off her fucking body. <laughs> Is- I stand up. The chair flies back behind me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please, oh. students, please be seated. Oh. It is a noble <laughs> quest. Carla, Carla is wearing, like, she's a robot, so she, she looks like a trash can with, like, legs, sort of. But she has, like, a little kind of computing unit on top of her head, and she's wearing, like, a little baseball hat with a poof on top <laughs> and a denim vest. That's been painted and has like a butterfly and like a kitten kind of like swatting at a butterfly. Hang in there. <laughs> as uh, uh. <laughs> as you know, today is the final examination 
I will now select four students for an in-flight trip, which I will now accompany you with. For this exercise, I shall select Grunthar the Thick, Captain Buck Charter, Grunthal, and Robert Menudo. Robert Menudo, please identify yourself. Judy Tenudo. Please identify Judy Tenuto is... Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Captain Charter, you do, kid. Robert Bernudo is not here. We will take subject NC-17 as the fourth student to take their final test. Please meet me on Dock 6-7-Alpha to begin testing. So... When... <laughs> Immediately, please. I will accompany you to the dock. <laughs> Good question, Grumthar. <laughs> Grom, thankful. Got very lost. Often here. Hey, Car. Hey, Carla. You think I could borrow that vest? Oh, honey, child. No way. Because I look. I look too good in it. I'll trade you this white leather captain's hat that I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. My protocols demand that I do not remark on the student's appearance, but please rest assured right. that it was noted that you were wearing a white leather captain's hat. All right. Why don't you loosen up, Toots? Let's get this over with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I find you very erotic, Carla. Uh, 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 uh. My circuits are heating up around my frontal lobes. Ha mm. ha ha. Do you see the rosy glow that is emanating? Ha ha ha. Yes. Mm. So let me find a valve and go to town. <laughs> Krong would pay to watch. So you guys get down to the dock, and it's like a little like shuttle. It's a class zero shuttle. Um, it's equipped with like a jump drive, so you guys um, can uh, get uh, to and fro, and in, in, I guess, for lack of a better word, hyperspace. Um, it is um, the way it works. Is like usually there's beacons. You can jump between beacons. Right, and there's established lanes where you guys go through. It's like kind of a necessary skill to learn how to do this because you know space is too vast to do anything but these jumps. Um, so you guys get in the shuttle. I'm assuming y'all get in the shuttle. What's the deal with so? This, so I'm a pretty skilled, experienced pilot with a real nice shuttle parked out front. What's this thing? It looks like a piece of shit, right? It's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Buck Charter don't ride in pieces of shit. Come on, boys. <laughs> Come on, boys. I, I got cannot allow my... that. Because I there's too many sensors I, I, in this thing that will uh, record your performance and, and allow the rubric to grade you. Please board the shuttle. Carla, uh, my, my cousin said that he was allowed to <laughs> take the uh, test in a personal vehicle. If you wish to take a test in the Ponce de Leon, that can be arranged. Uh, Come on, everyone. We're going to the Ponce. And the Ponce de Leon is nice. I've got a whole leisure section. I mean, it's a little dirty. It's a little sloppy. <laughs> but only because I, I, I didn't clean up after last night. I mean, it's a nice Orgy place. Palace. <laughs> this is a Class 3 shuttle we're talking about. Oh, so serious business. It is. I whisper, I whisper in my companion ears, Fellas, I was lying. I don't have any cousins. <laughs> That was a I good one. One person. Okay, so you're play cousin or real cousin? It appears to it appears <laughs> to be play cousin. Uh, I have <laughs> completed my pre-flight checklist, and the safety features 
of the Ponce de Leon are, signi- are significant and material well, welcome enough. aboard then, gentlemen, lady. Why don't you come inside the old Ponce? Okay. Make yourselves comfortable. Okay, so... So all you guys go and you're on, you're on the bridge. So how big is the pond? Like, is it like a like? How... So it's a. Space I mean, it's burner. not gigantic, but it's roomy enough. I did use my my workspace that you take. Mine is leisure, and it is in the place. It's in the ship, so it's got you know whatever kind of fucking hooked up entertainment shit I want going <laughs> on. And the th- I took one of my skills to get a custom flyer, and then the three qualities it has are sealed, sensors, and stealthy. Okay. Great, but I'm talking like from a so, from I'm a dimensionality standpoint. Is this thing like we're talking like Millennium Falcon? Size yeah, it's like Millennium like... Falcon without the cargo. Okay, without the cargo. Space. I was thinking it was more Mon Cal, like a fucking. No, it's not that big. It's it's nimble. You can get in and out of places are pretty good. But yeah, I'd say the Falcon without the cargo area. Um, so does this thing of... get the Spice Channel? Yo, can we talk about Jason? You have to about how they named, or we're going to be talking about Star Wars for weeks. Can we talk about though? Can we talk about how they named the squid people Mon Calamari? No, 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 no. Seems a little on the nose. Seems a little on the nose. The Mon Calamari, you mean? I love the Mon Calamari. Oh, Freddy brought the Mon Calamari. I guarantee you that George Lucas was like in a restaurant. Here's someone. Oh, Mon Calamari. He's like that could be a fucking cool alien name. All right, so you guys all get in. <laughs> you do the Carla does the pre-flight checklist, and um, oh, God, the hell someone, is that? Hey, uh, so what? what <laughs> to me, I've got a box of wine. Um, <laughs> so while she's doing that, I approach these other guys, offer them all the drink, make a little huddle. So, which one of you guys wants to pre reprogram Carla to something a little less uptight? I will reprogram her with Dick. Ah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> That's not exactly what I had in mind. But. Tone it down. Gunthar, Gunthar put bad idea in head. I'm very, I'm very sorry. Who will be the first? Looking at you, NCs. I suggest you, to- I suggest you all tone it down. Uh, AIs are not just here for to be reprogrammed at the whims of organic matter flesh bags like you. Oh. True. <laughs> A hot take from you. <laughs> hey we're all friends here we're all friends here in the ponds man have a drink make yourself comfortable we ain't got shit to do right just relax hang out i'm uh I, I i pick up a box of wine and just start like <laughs> gulping it down I'm, I'm pushing the bag into my uh into i help him i squeeze the end of it to get every last drop of wine <laughs> of space wine out of Slap uh, the bag ah <laughs> uh, they they are space bagging. I I pull out <laughs> I pull out an Erlenmeyer flask, pour a carefully measured amount of wine into it, and uh, make a note in a notebook, and then start drinking it. Ooh. I start I start fucking smoking that space weed out of a giant retractable bong. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like a stun baton that comes out. Let's light it up. It's like glowing green. So, uh, yes, Carl. I, I change I change the mood in the place. Get some mood lighting going, a little dance floor in the center of the place. Grunthar, and I'm out there, you know. You are the first to <laughs> do the maneuvers. So Grunthar goes, and uh, he, you know, he manages to uh, do like the, uh, he goes up the space lane, then he makes a left, then he makes a right, does a K-turn, comes back around, he docks it. <laughs> and all of you, including Buck Charter, NC-17, uh, Krong. Krong. Krong, you guys all do it. 
and I have a couple like pre-programmed things in the uh, AI, you know, in the like the presets there for like if you got pulled over for drunk driving, if you're like <laughs> if you got if you got to take this remedial class. So I have like you know it's built into the vehicle. You guys don't need to do a thing. It, it knows what it needs to do, and it looks like you're flying, but it just walks. Yeah, when the I steps. when I was doing it, I wasn't grabbing the the, the, no, the, the wheel was the, turning at all, and I was just like <laughs> cautiously staring at Carla, like, "Are you seeing this shit?" <laughs> All right, so now it's time, though, to do the space jumps. Okay? And, uh... I've done yeah, that a million well, so times. So Buckshorter does it. <laughs> Buckshorter does his jump. Um, and it's like a quick jump. It's like, it would be like going to, like, Mars and back. Um, Anyone need anything? Awesome. Just a quick hop over to Mars? NC-17... <laughs> Easy peasy, you've done this a million times. Your brain is a computer. Uh, Carla, have you ever considered switching to a gorilla's body? <laughs> you ever think about what you It's great think? in here! Krong uh, <laughs> and Grunthar, I want you guys each to roll a d6. And tell me who, one, who gets the lower score. Krong has two. I have six. Okay. So, Grunthar... Which is lower. <laughs> Grunthar rolls. <laughs> Grunthar goes. And he um, does it. It's a little... The shape's getting a little shaky, though. You know? This, not as expert hands. Um, and now... Uh, Krong sits down. And he's just like... He's had some fucking space dust. He's had some... <laughs> he's had some hijack. He's had some seasick. He did a little brain lock back there. All the future drugs you guys never even heard about. He snorted up some black. He took some black void, which is fucking not good to take before you drive. <laughs> I've got some heirloom. I've got some heirloom mescaline back there. <laughs> Leftover from the good old days. And so the the ship starts. To ju- I always wanted to try mescaline. Never did though. Is that NC seventeen talking? There's still time. Yeah, you got plenty of time, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's Joe no, Hughes talking. So, the, I don't know where you even get mescaline. Yeah, you don't see it much these days. Have any of you guys ever no. done mescaline? Can't say I have. <laughs> I actually have a funny story about mescaline. Uh, I we were <laughs> I, I worked for this small company, and the bunch of guys wanted to do mescaline. There was a guy who wanted. There's a guy who worked there. They called him the chemist. He went to jail for manufacturing LSD. Right? <laughs> oh, dude, that dude is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he chemist. wasn't cool. And anyway, <laughs> this guy Will. Yo. So Will, Will, this guy Will. He 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 had this like weird fetish where he would drive around the city and just buy drugs and he would keep them in a suitcase. Right, like he had a suitcase full of like oh, little heroin bags. Yo, he he read he read um, Fear and Loathing a little too young. Yeah, but anyway. He's like, we would watch movies on the roof. And he's like, I want to do drugs. I want to do mescaline. Like, a couple people want to do mescaline. And he's like, Tom, like, the, the chemist's name was Tom. Like, can you get mescaline? And Tom Tom talked like this. Oh, well, I have to go through the proper channels. And, <laughs> no. And, no. And, and Tom, and they're like, yeah, what's that? And he's like, I'll reach in my backpack. And just pulls out a giant <laughs> fucking bag of mescaline. Like, on the spot. <laughs> Dude, it's magic when that kind of thing happens. That guy, he died fucking in a hot tub. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right. Hell yeah, Tom. 
Yeah. I don't know about magic, hot, yeah, dude. dude. I'd be hot. All I would think about is how hot I am. It's that you quickly yeah. you quickly become very exhausted. Yeah. It's not the most enjoyable thing. <laughs> no thanks. You're like a that's noodle what, in there. That's why we got the Toms of the world taking yeah. care of it for us. Yeah, yeah. cautionary tales. And enjoy the dream. Okay, so unfortunately, the Ponce de Leon starts to shake, and you're whoa. Wait, though, so Jeff, did you take the mescaline? No. Oh. No. I didn't think it'd be good to take mescaline on the roof of a six-story building. Mm. You know, that's some thought that I would have had while we watched yeah. the last unicorn. Anyway, Ooh. I took mushrooms in Montauk once, and I was standing and I was staring at the ocean, and I thought I saw Mario, as in like Super Mario, and that's I almost cool. went into the water, and it was night, and I stopped myself just before I went in. I'm like, wait, no, this is how people die. This is you how you have die. such a fucking good adventure with Mario, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mario can hold his breath indefinitely under the water. You probably would have got to put like an animal suit on. You could be like a trout or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an ocean trout, trout, yes. No, ocean trout. Oh no, the trout's a freshwater fish. I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but I stopped myself. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the good thing about that's the good thing about mushrooms, though, is that like. You do never get so fucked up that you like are totally separated from reality. You can always catch yourself and be like, "Wait, no, I'm just I'm a guy on the beach. I'm a guy on the beach." I saw Mario because I took drugs, not because he's there. <laughs> not real. Not real. So, um, all of a sudden, okay, uh, Krong tries to do his jump. And the, um, the 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 ship just starts to like stretch away from itself. Buck, you know what this means. This is not a good sign. You guys have done what's known as a wild. Gentlemen, we might be in for a bit of a problem. <laughs> uh, this is called a wild jump, where you're outside of the lanes, the, like the known space lanes. Like it's not a good idea to do this. It's very dangerous. And as this is going on, I push fucking Grunthar or Krung. Out of the way and grab the wheel of this thing. It's too late. You've already begun. Okay. I feel like you have to make a roll to push me out of the way. And no, but one, not, not to asleep. not to stop it, but to like now yeah. that it's happening. Okay. So what 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 do you think you can tell from the situation? What what do you know? On. I mean, I don't know. Is it taking us somewhere dangerous? Well, you don't know where it's taking you. Um, you know that wild jumps. You kind of wind up where you wind up. You might wind up in the sun. You might wind up. Well, I'll tell you what, gentlemen, wherever we wind up, they may not have a buck charter yet, but they're going to know all about them real soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hook up my uh, personal music unit up to the ship's Bluetooth and start playing Black Hole Sun. NC-17, you turn around and you see the robot who's been chasing you for five years. He's like right behind. It was like a horror movie. You know, you like went to the head and you like closed the door and the window and he's right there behind you type shit. And you turn and you turn around and he's gone. And you know, you should know that hallucinations are a big part of wild jumping. Also high grade. Buckle the fuck up. High grade nausea (laughs) for as long as you're in this ship together. I pull, I pull out my little notebook and I make notes of both of these uh, these sensations, the hallucination and the nausea. And I also start um, I start just spinning around in circles, trying to increase the nausea. 
because I want to um, get some more data about that, about what you know, what happens when you spin in circles when you're okay. already nauseous. Excellent. <laughs> wow, what an Look experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't come out of nowhere and doesn't seem like you're trying to do anything at all. <laughs> science. Uh, so For science. Carla is like, I have interfaced with the Ponce de Leon systems. What? I, uh, How'd she do that? <laughs> well, you're. I don't want. I. I I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, you've been behind this whole little trick, haven't you, Carla? I can assure you, that is my only job is to go return home, and input your your scores into the tabulated system, so that you may now receive your space license. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you our scores. We all got A's. So when you send them to the system now, I cannot. Or you're going to be walking that. You're going to be walking out of that airlock. I cannot. The system is not connected to ensure that. People such as you <laughs> do not tamper with the system. I, well, I do. I absolutely do not let her. I, I mean, jack into the system of the state. Some corporate crony, some government. So you push her like out, her? right? No. You push her out. And she goes, I have established that it will be one week until we reach our, our, our destination. We are going to the planet Kestrel 2. So you guys should know, Crystal True is like a shithole. It'd be like you're going to like Nitro, West Virginia. There's nothing really <laughs> out there. It's pretty pretty country though. Uh, right? You'll find out when you get there. So um, <laughs> it's wild and wonderful. So here's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to pick someone on board, and I want you to roll the move. Roll cocksucker. Um, I want you to roll cramped quarters. So basically, since you guys are going to be stuck here for a while, you have the option to bond with other people. So are there no other options as far as places You're we stuck. could fly? You're stuck. You are locked into this course. There's no... So we're on and, a and what, in what journey. Way? And what, locked in in what way? Like, you cannot alter the course or it'd be fatal. Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my shit. Well, no, but you know as a spacefarer... Um, Buck. Well, I'm really I'm willing to take that chance. I'm we ain't going to some backwater shithole. So if you <laughs> alter course now, you'll welcome to the podcast, Jason. It's real <laughs> it will kill you straight up. I'm I'm just gonna put. Let well, you know. I'm re- I'm willing to take that chance. <laughs> yes, total Buck. party kill episode. One. Buck, Krong here. Buck. Krong here. Backwater shithole. Is someone talking to Krong? <laughs> Oh, and, you know, somehow in all the, the chaos and busy since we got on board, I forgot to introduce someone who's on the, the who's on, on board with us. Well, um, this is my son. You may have noticed my butler as well, cleaning up around the place. Um, and so, and he's, he's in like the lounge area, he's cleaning up the, the bongs and the bottles we left over there. And he's like a, a crab who wears uh, shorts. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, small crab. Yeah, this is what? What is his name? This is Buck Junior. You can call him BJ. Buck Junior, stay close to me. BJ, listen, BJ, any, come to me. I feel no. <laughs> <laughs> Please clean that up. If there's uh, anything, if there's anything you need, don't hesitate to ask. I've me, asked. Ask BJ. BJ, get BJ. to work. And he is. He's a, I he's a, vomited all my bananas up. <laughs> I need help. Seeing puke make crown puke. Oh! Clean that and, up too, BJ. I've been told I can ask you anything. And the one quality that I gave, the, he's like a class one thing or whatever, and the one quality I made for him is exhaust it. 
<laughs> you look tired with the crap bag. Please clean up my banana vomit. Oh, God, I feel all hot. Oh. You have a little crab boy, BJ. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's my son. It's my son. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> Do you like... I see the resemblance. <laughs> so, uh... What? Wait, what? Jeff, what's your character's name again? Grumthar the Thick. Grumthar. I walk over to him. I walk over to him. Grumthar. That's your name, right? So, Grumthar? Yes. Can you describe how that how that felt, the vomiting? Uh, very acidic. Yeah? It felt like it went on forever. Was it like, was it, was it, was it in your throat? Very much so. How did it feel in your throat? Did it burn in there? Yes. Mm. I had some come out of nose. <laughs> it hurt in Quang. my nose. What you- Quang, was there, was there abdominal heaving? Yes. <laughs> oh, slight. What, have you never thrown up? You never thrown up before, NC? I just like to know how it is for other people. Just to, I've thrown up many times. I've thrown up a lot of times. Let me see. I Let know. me see. The Throw up right here on the floor and watch that crab I, clean it up. I felt the bile. <laughs> I felt the heaving. Yes, crab, eat the vomit. Get over here, son. Clean that vomit up. <laughs> I, I, I stick my finger down my throat and vomit. <laughs> Throw it on the pile. Oh, oh, oh. Buck, get it on this. <laughs> Oh, what a what an experience! There's nothing like well, it. Well, I gotta time. say, you guys are rattier than last week's crew. The vomit pile wasn't nearly as big last time. There's there's nothing like vomit. My ex wife lives on Kestrel too, and I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Grumthar, I want you yes. to pick someone on the ship, and I want you to roll the cramped quarters move. I don't. Well, I've got so I, I so. It's really not cramped. It's a pretty luxurious. Well, no. Ship. Anytime you're traveling, as the though, anytime it's a, that's just the way. It, what it's called? Yeah, it's it's like it's still like it's like a nice RV, but you're still in an RV. Yeah. Would you want to be on a party a week, bus for you know? a week, friend? I mean, listen, I I've been living on this yes. ship for years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what's a Krong? 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 Yeah, I'll roll Krong. Well, what's the no stat, stat bonus? You just roll it up. 2d6. I rolled a 7. Okay, so reveal a tidbit about you or your past, and it's awkward. It says they ask. Like they ask a little something. Does that mean they should ask? Gruntar, now that we have shared this very human moment (laughs) of vomiting on crab together, I would like to know about your earliest childhood embarrassing memory. Clearly I'm a gorilla man. You all see that. Yes, a gorilla man. I like, with an O, yeah. I'm not a gorilla warfare fighter. I'm an actual gorilla. I got upset. I got upset in the, in the no man, no man's uh, preach that I was being raised in. And all the other kids that are not gorillas, you know, when they get upset, they stomp their foot, maybe they cry. I threw my poop on the teacher. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and it was rough. Ah. <laughs> it was not a good, it was not, it was kind of rough. And that's my earliest embarrassing moment. We have now bonded. I <laughs> have enjoyed your story. Ah, the feces has enlightened me. I don't know really what I meant by that. <laughs> NC-17. Pick someone and roll that move as well. I choose uh, Buck Nasty or whatever his name is. <laughs> so, Buck, Captain Buck Charter. Captain Buck Nasty to you. 
I got a, uh, a eight. Okay, so again, reveal a tidbit about you, and it's a bit awkward. You know, you got a lot of questions, don't you? You're always writing things down in a book or something. Don't you just live in the moment, kid? Don't you just want to experience it for what it is? And you know, I find it's best, no matter what you do, fucking forget about it. I don't want to remember a thing. Don't, don't you have anything like that that you wish you just Rip had of it? light of black void, it'll send your mind in a time spiral. <laughs> just wish you had it done. What do you want to forget, man? What are you running from? I'd like to forget what it was like before blood pumped through my veins. Before I could heave bile out of my stomach and feel the pains of stomach acid in my throat. I'd like to feel, I'd like to forget the cold metallic feeling of pressing a button with nothing but a pair of robo pinchers <laughs> <laughs> or attempting to you know what i'm talking do you know what i'm talking about um, buck you know i've been all- have you ever i've been all that? over this and i've experienced a lot of shit and what you're saying sounds fucking freaky to me man what are you talking about do you have any cold pincers do you have any prosthetics buck oh i got a couple so you know what it's like then well, I mean, they're they're more like accessories, you know, screw on heads, <laughs> different, different attachments. Wait, you could screw your own head on? No, for, you're talking. About, oh, you're talking about like a French tickler? Yeah, I'm talking about accessories. Yeah, that's not the same thing. Okay. Augmentation is one thing, but mm. transformation. So you just look like a normal dude, right? NC seventeen. I like I have a yeah, human body. You're just a human, okay. And I just met you, yeah. so I don't know anything about you. Yeah, okay. we know a little about him now. I'm starting to figure this guy out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I say I say to myself, I'm gonna get him fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Ah, what? Okay, so you guys barrel through space for a week. The nausea never goes away. What's up with Carla? Carla is like sitting there. Um, She's got to be running out of batteries or something in the in the in the co-passenger seat. I mean, we sh- I mean, we need to like. I'll tell you what, guys. I don't like what she did. I think she's behind this. Let's just fucking take her offline, if you know what I mean, and just be done with this. I just take my giant um, uh, buzzsaw gauntlet and bring it down. No. On <laughs> Okay. That's right. I, I give everyone a drink. I make everyone a shot, knowing that this is coming up. She was pretty much like a cop without yeah. a gun, basically. I'll tell you what, guy. Can't have that on your ship. The second she walked on to the ponce to do an inspection, I said to myself, I said, I said, Buck, there's no way that robot's ever walking off of that ship. And I just knew, I just knew at that moment. It no happening. woman ever has. No, that's not true. That's not true. A lot of people left here having a great time spreading the word. I got to get back to the pumps sometime. That's what most people think. You know, Fran, this is your second limousine chauffeur character. <laughs> I noticed that as well, and it's I love each one of them. And that wasn't that wasn't the intention. But he turned, and this guy's going to be seedier. And we're in the ship now. We don't always have to be in it. Okay, so are you really going to uh, buzzsaw... Uh, I already okay. did it. You're yep. gonna roll for that. <laughs> roll launch assault. Yeah, this is a... Ooh, she's gonna fight back. Classic. She's gonna fight. Classic Kurt right here. <laughs> yeah. No, well, classic Krong. Well, so, so, yeah, you want to get you want to get some action on this Grunthar? What do you think? This isn't Krong. This is two d six plus physique. 
My money's on Kronk. You got the lady? Ooh, 11. I think she has an R2-D2 electroshocker attachment. Easy. Okay. Easy, man. He's going to, okay. going to shock so her she, ass. Um, is sitting there in the... Uh, in the in the pilot seat, and you like sneak up behind her, and you just like, <laughs> and bring her hand down, and she just turns around just in time to get it entirely sawed in half. Carla, we're barely do you, and uh, <laughs> Carla is like on the floor, and uh, I feel small amount of remorse, but Buck has spoken. <laughs> okay, so um. You guys go, and it's a week. So, what do you guys? How do you guys spend this week before you reach? And I, I have some droid. I have some droid mechanics. Um, they're class one, and I have them come disassemble her, uh, like chop shop style, and like make sure the pieces are saved and still on board if we ever need them for anything. Okay, so one of the uh... and I'll tell you what. Look at those droids work. Look at them. And uh, the one tag that they have is beautiful. <laughs> So one of these beautiful, <laughs> shining droids comes up to you, Buck. Fucking chrome, baby. Polished. Polished. And it's like, they look good, don't they? They look like, they look like a like a 80s easy yep. top cover. Guess how, come to life. Guess how much I paid for them. How much? It had to be like 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 a million new yen. <laughs> You'd think. I knew we were going to do it. You'd think that there were at least a thousand coin, but no. I've won them in a game. I didn't pay shit for them. Can you believe that? Look at these beauties. Look at the what work. What was game? Look at them work, huh? Yeah. Did you? What game was it? Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> it was. It was a dance intergalactic dance dance revolution contest. Oh, the 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 the, the squid folk of Galmat Nine are impossible <laughs> to beat in that. Oh, you must truly me. have whirlwind feet. A game of speed and grace. I, and I bow deeply to him in a, in, a, in a sign of respect. Well, some say I've got the grace of a dancer. Oh, tiny dancer. So, so you guys are all sucking each other's dicks like this. And, uh... <laughs> oh, I wanted to say, too, I spend the week I spend the week um, drinking like a lot of water so that I piss as often okay. as possible. Because I like the feeling of the urine rushing That's through excellent. my urethra. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you guys, I mean, there's like all sorts of drugs on this shit. There's brain worm. There's nervous purvis. There's hijack. I have found and done all wet of lock. them. Wetlock. Tell me what wetlock does. I want to do it now. It, has, have any of you guys ever done PCP on purpose? No. no. One time accidentally. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the kind of drug that people do do accidentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing drugs. I guess you're partying until you get the Kestrel 4. And that crab, that crab, my son, the crab, is cleaning up every bit. Well, so while, while, you know, one of those chrome droids rolls up and he's like, it's one of those things, he's like a log cylinder on like a unicycle wheel. It's like, (laughs) rolls right up to you, uh, Buck. And he shows you that Carla has like a little beeping tracking device and it's flashing red. Oh, we fucked up now, Buck. <laughs> Buck, we have fucked up. Guys, I got bad news. I've been here, done that. <laughs> I want you to do an assessment roll. Can you roll an assessment for me, Buck? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is... What's that, what's that I'm using? Uh, uh, hang on. Inter- interface probably makes the most sense. 
which I'm very bi- which I'm very bad experience. at. I assume, am I, experience. I mean, experience. Experience? Yeah, education. Expertise? Expertise. 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 Yeah. All right. Um, I got an eight. Okay. Yeah, you you know that this is a tracking device, and the fact that it's blinking means that JISM, the Joint Interstellar Space Militia, has been alerted that there's been destruction of a of property. Oh shit. Oh Jason, shit. Jason, can I use a special move yeah, here real it. quick? I have a special move called Acumen, and it says when you first witness a situation, you may ask one of the following questions. The GM okay. will answer honestly. And so I choose the question, what here is profitably exploitable? Um, so there is a probably a bounty for whoever destroyed the droid. Shut up. That's or not true. Perhaps the captain of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> More likely. Okay. I have the the same ability. I would also like to ask um, what is exploitable about this, but I'm not going to make a buck in a in a nefarious way. Uh, is anyone interested in this kind? Is there any no, kind of good so tech this here? Is like hot tech. You wouldn't want to hold this. Well, that's the best kind of tech. It'd be like giving someone a live hand grenade that might go off. You cannot fuck it, Buck. It's like trying to sell a cop's gun. <laughs> Scratch off the serial number, duh. Well, gentlemen, ah. what do you think? You want to just smash this too, Krong? Fuck it up, e- Krong. Get it. Easily done. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. Uh, it's the it. only way to be sure. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use dismantle. Uh, when I force, when forcefully breaking, dismantling, or de- demolishing something, good things can happen. Ooh. Oh, cool! <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. a great. One. I like this character a lot. It's like All something right. an NPC in Zelda would tell you. <laughs> All right, I got a twelve, oh, so I get to pick okay. two. Um, weren't expecting that. Uh, doesn't attract attention. And I gain a data that's point good. about it. Oh, a data okay. point. Uh, See, so that's what you picked. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you manage, like, against all odds, you, like, disintegrate this thing. Uh, they're built to last. You know, they, they can take, like, a direct blaster hit. But you work on this thing. You're, like, you, like, smoke some weird space crack. And you just, like, saw this thing <laughs> in half. And I like how I'm like the weird drug addict. But you guys are like, all like fucking ripping high partying, and, partying. You're getting and fucked nervous up. Nervous Purvis and earworm. <laughs> Just imagine a gorilla in a novelty t-shirt and uh, floorboard shorts sitting on like a <laughs> shitty couch with his head like tucked down onto his chest. And like every once in a while, vomit will just like bubble out <laughs> onto me. I'm sitting in the corner pulling uh, nose hairs out one at a time. And writing down observations. <laughs> I'm just making the rounds, trying to talk there. Like, oh, you know, Grunthar was passed out five minutes ago. Maybe if I circle back, he's going to want to hang out. I have a drink. <laughs> Let me keep trying. Okay. Um, so your journey comes to an end, right? Wait, I still get my... Yeah. That was my DP work. Oh, Keep a data point, and if if you have to deal with any jism robots, you can burn that okay. to um, have like add a plus one. Okay, so 
for any jism to join interstellar space militia yes of course of course yes all right and that's ongoing um i'll let you know if it fades i'll let you know if you if it's not appropriate anymore um okay okay so you guys drop out of hyperspeed and it is like um it's wild jumping is incredibly dangerous and it's really hard on the ship and all of a sudden the minute you guys get out of hyperspeed a couple things happen. First thing that happens is you feel a lot better. Like you're no longer incredibly nauseous. You're no longer seeing giant crabs crawling along the ceiling <laughs> as hallucinations and shit. But that was but it's still there's still the, one the crab boy. Yeah, that was real. But like, BJ, are you real, BJ? That's my son. BJ, are you? Please tell me you're real, BJ. Uh, but the alarm starts to bl- blare, and uh, the engines are failing. As you en- as you as um, Kestrel, why is that happening? Because that's because you just said the wild jumps yeah, wild really jumps hard are hard on the, on the ship. ship. You're at Kestrel four, and so Kestrel four is like in a binary system, so two stars, and it's like a red planet. It, it is like you can see that this is like a fairly small planet. It's like a greasy sheen of the atmosphere is over it. Um, you know, it's uh, a real backwater. So if you guys are going to avoid crash landing, one of you guys is going to have to do the patch up move to fix the ship mid-flight. Well, can I and can I try to, like, take control of the, the wheel and, you know, handle and steer it as best as I can? And I've got these droids that are mechanic droids, so I'll definitely have dispatch them to do the repairs. Uh, I would. I think patch up would be the one that you'd want to do. I got a plus one in expertise, which would help with this role. Is anybody better than that? Grog has plus two. Oh, wow, really? It's good for smashing and creating. I am God. So someone's going to have to fix this ship. You guys are starting to get into the atmosphere. Do something, Grog. I don't want to die like this. I will save my gorilla friend. (laughs) All right, I go down to the engines. Uh, It's all smoke and burning my eyes. Uh, And I take, take, you know, my Mm flamethrower. And I'm really good with it. As it turns out, I'm very precise with a, th- a flamethrower, and you know I'm seeing like the cracks and trying to like weld them back together. Um, you know, in a spaceship, you know, going it's it's all breaking down. Just gonna shoot a flamethrower at it and see how it goes. <laughs> okay, all right. Classic Kurt. Oh what man, classic. Like, what do we got? You know, what do we got? you're like re- you're reflowing the solder on all the boards. Yeah, it's gonna work. That's how it works. So what am I doing? This so is patch a, up. Patch up. So oh, roll, yeah. just roll it's, your expertise, basically. It's fucking totally gonna work. Uh, thirteen. Oh shit! That's, that's better than perfect. Yeah, I definitely did this. Okay, better so than you perfect. can choose. Yes. So yeah, basically, yeah, you fix it. Um. Dumb. Uh, yeah. So the ship starts to like stabilize. Ah. And now you. Ah. <laughs> you've entered the orbit of Kestrel Four. Uh, and you're in, you're now, so you can choose where you want to land. Um, yeah. So what's up with Kestrel Four? What do we know about this place? Fucking, as far as the let's, bo- let's bombard this bitch. <laughs> Orbital bombardment. Buck, where is your toilet? I am going to bombard it. So 
Yeah, and I'm going to activate all the sensors and also move this thing into like stealth mode and try to just get as much information as we can about this environment and stay incognito. Okay. Man. No. Anyway, so we're in orbit yeah, around. Okay. Um, and I've got this. Yeah, I've got the sensors going. Stealth mode. mode activated. What's up with this place? Okay. Uh, why don't you roll an assessment? Sure. And I do have sensors as one of the three qualities from my ship. So I've, I'm a, equipped with all sorts of okay. shit to like get a get a feel on the environment. I launch out little probes, radar, sonar, conar. Okay. <laughs> um, well, assessment and. Well, what am I rolling? With interface. Interface. That's unfortunate. Uh, uh, seven. Interface? I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, Joe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that guy. There oh, he goes. <laughs> I love it. I love a good one-liner like that. A good zinger. I love the the fucking punch the humor like that, man. The, that's why I love Dangerfield, man. I think Dangerfield is, yeah. uh, Yo, Dangerfield was is the, the best. best, man. Man, I was talking to this girl. She said, come over. No one's home. I went over. No one was home. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best joke ever. Best joke of all time. It's so fucking good. Okay, so... Uh, you got a seven. So here's like the big thing about Kestrel Four. It is basically exists as a way station. So it has a, for be- lack of a better term, like an interstellar lighthouse. That is a beacon. Um, that is like it makes it a jump lane. Um, there is the typical shit you'd find here. You know, uh, Fran. I look at your sheet. I think you mean. Captain Buck um, Charter. Captain Buck Charter. Um, that there is a Sons of Cronus presence here. Hmm. Well, they owe me a favor. I ain't got no beef with Sons of Cronus, but I do have. I owe, I do owe the the jism something. I tell you what, me and the Sons, we had a wild night one night in the Ponce, man. Whew. BJ BJ is still scrubbing those stains out. Is that true, BJ? <laughs> oh, it is. Does he just snip a couple Does times? Does he just like click, clack, clack at <laughs> Yeah, so he's pretty big. He's probably... No, no I guess he, he's like about five feet tall. So he's like a small man. Um, but total... I mean, he's a total crab. He walks upright, but everything else about him Does is he crabby. And he wears like... Yeah, he wears, he has like those skinny little crab legs that he somehow Is walks like upright. Like Doctor Zoidberg, he's very Zoidbergish, except he wears like a pair of like yellow gym shorts. BJ, I'd like to ask you a question: Does your dad make you walk upright, or is that something that you do naturally? <laughs> hey, listen, if the boy's gonna make your dad makes you, if the boy's gonna make it someday, he's gotta learn. Because look at this, he's an ugly motherfucker. Look at this kid; he's got no chance. He's got the brain. Of a crustacean? Come on. He needs Look, to learn some skills. I'm a beast the of man myself. The, the I can tell you what's hard out there. It's hard for the beast people. Okay, so you guys know it is hard for the... <laughs> Any re- it is hard for the beast yeah. people. You're right, Jeff. You're right, Grunthar. <laughs> it ain't easy. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you know that there is a... 
get there's at least some sons of Cronus. There's a trading post. There's a small town, but mostly this is like a depot slash beacon planet. Is there an adult superstore in this town? <laughs> Maybe. Didn't you see the billboards? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an Adam and Eve? So you can set down. I got free shipping last week. <laughs> I like how our characters just have the same voice. You can get a spicy gift. <laughs> uh, you get a spicy uh, gift with an order of over 100,000 new yen. Double-headed dildo delight, huh? <laughs> It's just a porno from 1998. Can you, that spicy. can you tell me about it, or is it too risque to even describe? <laughs> it's a weird off-brand porno from 98. <laughs> it's just back stock. It's not very good. It's not very so spicy. So Jeff, <laughs> Jeff and I grew up near Cowtown. What's Cowtown? The rodeo. Oh, brother. So yeah. Cowtown is, an, is a combination of... It's a great place if you want to buy... An off-brand Izod shirt, nunchucks, or during movies. <laughs> it's like a flea market. Three oh, for yeah. three. three for three. It's like a yeah. shitty flea market. They, there used to be this dude who had a trailer. It was like a like a hitched trailer on the back of a truck, and it just sold dirty. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're and talking about. And some of them were in, they were. In. So this trailer, this trailer was not covered in any way. It was just like an open cart, and it was just filled with VHS tapes with no covers, and one of them. What? One of them was this. What if it? What if it rained? I don't know. That's not. I, I guess that's I guess, his problem. I don't know. <laughs> One of them was just a VHS magnetic tape. A VHS tape with a homemade Fun. label that just had the word "nipples" written on it. <laughs> no. yeah. oh. Simple, elegant, simple. Elegant. One of them was. The... One of them was called the world's most interesting vaginas. They were not interesting. They were scary. And this is you like, bought all of them. No, I mean, this is before, yeah, I, we were young. This is before I, you know, knew my way around down there. And it was like, oh, God, that's that's what this is like. Wait, Ooh. did you get some of these tapes and watch oh, them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, you could you could be in a diaper and this guy would sell you porno. <laughs> oh, wow. So this was like, this was y'all's sexual awakening with this weird fucking flea market porn. <laughs> yes. No, my sexual awakening came is we lived also next to a tire pile slash telephone pole pile. This is going to be awesome. we found a dirty magazine that was ripped in half. And I only saw the bottom half of... Which way? uh, Horizontal. (laughs) Right. So we had the... Interesting. We only saw saw the the bottom half. half. I think we were like six. No, we were a little older. Maybe. Did anybody here not find a dirty magazine as kids? I, I totally did. did. I totally did. Yeah, yeah dude. Was, the yeah. first vagina I ever saw was like a woman totally naked, awkward expression on her face, uh, riding a, it was like a marble panther. <laughs> it was a hustler. I'll never forget yeah, it. It hustler. was like, I was like, whoa. Like, I was like, this is all, I'm seeing a lot of stuff right now. It's. All new to me. I didn't even know they made Marble Panthers. <laughs> Man, I, that's my grandfather had, and he had some Playboys and some Hustlers. At a young age, I remember finding them, and I swear to God, I felt like my dick was going to rocket off of my body. I felt like it was like thro- throbbing and like burning hot, like it was like a plutonium <laughs> rod. Man, I was like, oh, like it was fucking something else. Dude. It was, 
Yeah, man. Dip it in water and steam. <laughs> the control rods are out of control. About that. That's what it felt ever, like. Fran, did you ever get a boner like that again? I don't think so, man. I think I've been chasing it for, you know, chasing 40 years. No. I had been, man. That was something else. Yeah. Whew, why not? I, I remember Hustler. looking when I was younger, probably like a very young teen, maybe like 12 or 13, a friend of ours. His older brother had a Climax magazine. <laughs> Climax is like nasty, right? Like it, it's like hardcore. And this dude had the fucking veiniest dick I've like. I can still remember this. This is a memory totally <laughs> preserved in amber. You know what I mean? It's like the Jurassic Park lab of porno memories. Oh God! I just like his vascular <laughs> penis is just, just unreal. <laughs> I had a good porno mag collection. I worked at this pharmacy. Um, I worked at this pharmacy when I was in high school and they sold magazines and all sorts of shit. And the thing with like periodicals, magazines or whatever is like, if they're unsold, you rip off the cover, send that back and then trash the rest. Like that's like how it worked. At least it did in the nineties with newspapers. Yeah. And so like I had, why do you send the cover back? To show that it's unsold. So if you ever buy something without a, without a cover and a lot of times you'll see them all over the place, it's because the cover was sold back to the publisher and it gets a credit or whatever. Um, and then you trash the magazine. You know, you save on the shipping because you're not. They don't want it back. They're not going to do anything. It's last month's fucking cherry. You know, no one's buying it. Someone now. wants it. I've read this already. <laughs> and so I and I worked this place, and I would chop, rip the covers off these things and bundle them up. And then there was just like dozens of porno magazines with no cover. So I was like, all right, you know, I can have my pick of them. I had a good, a good porno selection. What do you think school. the industry is like now? What do you think? Like, you think it's still going? No magazines. I can't imagine it is. But they're they're out there. Like you walk by newsstands in Center City, and like there's still like dirty magazines. Like the guy who shit, publishes like knockers. Like well, I mean, come on, so is I have he a making like any that. money? So, like, there's I have when you drive to my house from one direction, you pass by two adult bookstores on each side of the street. Red Red Barn bookstores and Ed's bookstore. And I'm like, Good. there can't be money in this, dude. They just, you know, those are like jerk off places, and they're selling. And I bet they're selling. But vape I know shit. what they're doing in there, they're, and and poppers and stuff. Jason's Jason hasn't even gotten yeah. to his theory. Yet. What's the theory? <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, I know what they're doing in there. They're obviously like dudes are going in there and they're, you know, doing stuff with other people. But like, they're even with that said, having sex. I don't think they're playing sex. magic. Do you think they're playing Magic the Gathering? Yeah, they're throwing cardboard <laughs> down. So that's where they no, all but went. what I'm saying is... Slamming some, they're slamming cardboard, dog. <laughs> Even with that said, there can't be a lot of money in that. There can't be. You're just doing that because you're a pervert and for the love of the game. <laughs> yes, I was literally just going to say you're the doing it for the game. love of the game. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good for them, yeah. keeping it real. I think they sell poppers and stuff. Well, from when I read stuff, a Ask Me Anything drugs. on Reddit about a guy who worked in an adult bookstore, it's basically like... You pay ten bucks to go back into the back rooms, and then any whatever happens back there happens. So, oh, international like, so, waters like to you, <laughs> like you get strapped down and things happen to you for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows who's back there? It's it's just screaming. <laughs> the door shuts and it's ten minutes of screams. <laughs> it might be. Oh. This is this is great. This, this is our nastiest day. episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not used to this level of nastiness. We'll get there, and this is only episode one. 
Okay, so Kestrel 4. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what? Where? <laughs> you can land, since you your ship's in good shape, you can land wherever you want. So there's like a small town. Um, Do I trust like landing in like, a, like so uh, like landing in a spaceport in a place like this? And my ship is secure. There's no reason to think it would be threatened or not if I just landed like a regular like spaceport facility type thing. Um, if you paid like docking fees and everything, yeah, and paid the fees, do whatever. Uh, space docking fees. Yeah. You could sex stuff, sex episode, <laughs> docking, you could... sex episode. Wait, is that when you poop into someone's asshole? I think so. That's yeah. space docking. Oh, I think docking is when you put your penis in another man's foreskin. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> I, think that's I paid that. 10 bucks all that one time at yeah. that big end. <laughs> that's a serious scene. Hottest docking. Um, but yeah, Wilmington. so like, I mean, I, <laughs> if there's like a city or something smaller, whatever the big city is here in this shithole planet, let's pull into the fucking spaceport there. Okay. Okay, so um, yeah, you guys go into the spaceport, um, and you land. Uh, so you know you're you are out of fuel, so to speak. Like you couldn't do another jump without um, getting more fuel. Waiting for Fran to have some objection, and also like, <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Some like, yeah, what do you mean? I got all the fuel. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything this time. Uh, narrative narrative what are you talking about narrative <laughs> so yeah Dude, i mean i feel like i'm just saying at my my narrative i feel like i'm an experienced space captain like i'm not just gonna let someone run my ship fuel it i mean come on so, yeah so you know that if you're gonna get off this rock again you're gonna have to find another source yeah. of, of fuel yeah i would imagine there's a regular like space port here where i can fuel up and stuff Maybe. Is it that backwards? It's backwards? It's out there. It's like a small little shanty area. The main feature is the lighthouse. And that's a depot okay. for fuel um, and stuff like that. Then we'll go there. Let's go there then. Gentlemen, what do you think? Anyone have we any We touched out and take back off immediately. <laughs> like, oh, wait, no, we don't want to go here. <laughs> okay. I would go to this lighthouse. I have to get out of here. I, I it feels good to know, stretch the legs. I'm, I'm going to be real with you guys. I used to be in Jism Company 311. Uh, and I, I couldn't stand it. I was an outcast. And uh, my commander, Commander Peanut, he faked <laughs> my death to get me out. And Is, uh, that, is that nut with two T's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Commander Peanut got me Peter out. Peter Nut. Out of, I know him. <laughs> out of Company 311. And, uh, you know, he could call in a favor. I'm a, I, if, if they find out, they find out I'm here, We, I, I can't be here. I cannot be here. We got to get to this lighthouse. We have to go. Let's go. Come on. Come on. I, I'm like trying to grab this. Thing. <laughs> like, hey, come on. Okay. So, uh, you guys, so you, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a walk from the spaceport. Um, and you guys actually see that, like, most of the people here, at least intermixed, they're actually, they're wearing, like, dark indigo kind of robes and white sneakers. 
Can I roll assessment? <laughs> you know who these are. They're Nomons. Nomons. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> they owe me a favor, baby. Woo! <laughs> ten Goku. Wait, what's their, what's their, what's their deal again? Yeah, so they're like a kind of a mysterious space religion. And they have outposts all over the universe um, where they, you know, people come in. You can live with them. You can crash with them. They give you a meal. They'll, um, you know, give you some literature, stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, they're, like, handing out pamphlets to, like, these, like, dirty-ass, raggedy old men that are living in, like, shanties in this town. So you smell like you've defecated, Gorilla Man. Um, who can I use that acumen <laughs> ability and ask who's the big player here? Like, what's like the the strong guy on this planet? <laughs> like, who's in charge? Who's, run, who's <laughs> running this place? Would you... Is is it Krong and Runthar? Are they going to have an arm wrestling contest in I town shoot, square? I shoot my gun in the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'm a big man. Would you have to roll for that? <laughs> Would you have to roll for that? Uh, no, it's just like it's the same thing that Joe used before. Like when you come to like a new environment and situation, you can ask one. Okay, of those well things. you know you it's would like, know that the most important feature is the lighthouse. Like that's okay. the existence for this outpost. All right. Well, I guess we're headed there. Okay. So you guys walk up to the lighthouse, and the lighthouse is like on a kind of like an on a like a rocky escarpment that is outside of town okay and um it's like a long graceful slender curve that shoots up there's a couple like habitation bubbles that are attached to it and like a big kind of like rotating disc around it that is like the beacon Uh, and there's like a depot and everything and uh it's like a like a little door, you know. It's like a little like entryway and like a little uh, intercom buzzer. You guys are gonna do anything? Gonna look at it? I go up and buzz the buzzer. Yarr! And you just hear like a little buzz, and you hear like footsteps come down, and the door opens, and there's a nude man, slick. I like this already. Oh hell yeah! And he slicked in like look at those cum gutters, dark lubricant. Okay, and he's like he just has a huge beard, and he's covered in lubricant, and he's like holding like a tool bag. He's like, "What do you want?" You must be the mechanic here. Hmm? Uh, nay, nay, I, nay, I'm not a mechanic. <laughs> My, I'm Jonas Abramar. I am the lighthouse keeper here. Is he like mm. slipping a little bit, like as he's talking, or is he is he bracing something because he's so covered? He's standing on his feet. Is he probably flam? Is he... Is... Oh, go on. Oh yeah. Uh, my can you point us? Can you point us in? A, can you point us in a direction then of, of the mechanic and the refueling station? If you could point me into the direction of my second lighthouse keeper, I could help you. But alas, he's run off. Is that a real guy, or is that a complaint about uh, it being? Oh no, no, him? I was fully staffed, young man. But he's done run off with my logbook. He's run off. 
with I my key see cards. That. You are f- you are fully staffed. It's a two man operation. <laughs> I can see your it's penis. Two- yes, impressive. What, if I want to get betwixt the machinery, I must lubricate myself so I can slither about, effective like. Yeah, no one, no one questioned your lubricant. We we understand what it means to be a lighthouse keeper and what it what it takes. First of all, we're on the wrong foot. Okay, don't even question it. There's a reason I'm doing it. I never did. I understand the requirements <laughs> okay. of a lighthouse keeper. You must. But stay also, lubricant. you must know this is if I if I want to help you, and I don't even know why I'm so inclined, lads. My second, Jonathan Saint John, has taken off. With my logbooks and my key cards. Buck Charter. You know Jonathan St. John. Because you... Of course I He do. is a... Um, hyper Instagram. The hypergram. He's a travel influence and leisure writer. And he runs a, like a <laughs> social media account where he like... Like travels around the universe... So he probably hasn't been the lighthouse keeper that long. This is just a fun little fucking, like, I was a lighthouse keeper for two months. Here's my vice article <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Hyper vice article. So if you if you if you want help, and you have something to barter, you're gonna need to find the Jonathan St. John. Well, listen, man. Where was, you got where fuel? Was he lessing? Where can we get some fuel? To get off this place. Yar, tis in the. Tis in the hold. Yet he left me high and dry here, matey. You know, in my time in Jism, all this time, I would never think to to strand me mates like this. Where did he go? Into the city. But as you can see, I'm in no condition to chase after him. <laughs> so, uh, sir, what is what is your name? Uh, my name is Jonas Abel Morrow. Jonas. May you can you, make, you may call me Lighthouse Keeper April Morrow. That <laughs> Lighthouse Keeper I April yes, Morrow. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling us that that we will not be able to refuel until we find John? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That salty All bastard! Right. I cannot believe that he took off with it. He wasn't even a good. How far away? How how far away is the city? Well, from it's here? like a thirty minute walk. What if I was running on all fours? Like Gorilla Lopez. <laughs> He's been gone for a while. He didn't just run out. He's been gone for a while. And I'll t- Excuse me, uh, Lightkeeper. Let me uh, talk to my friends over here for a moment. Um, we, we move away from the guy. Listen, guys. Yo, Jonathan St. John. He's got a lot of followers, a lot of pull. Why piss this guy off? We could siphon some gas, some fuel out of another place, steal some cells, and be on our way. Fuck this guy. Do you want me to kill him? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> ah! Ah! It could be profitable to find Jonathan St. John's. I mean, see, a big market. Yeah, so what are we going to... A famous face like his would, would probably be worth some money. We should get him on the ponds and have some fun. We could sell the story to Hyper TMZ or something. How we got busted. We no, could- no, 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 no. You misunderstand me. I mean his face. I can take it off right. of his body. With my flamethrower. It's a big collector's market for celebrity faces. Let's find him. We'll get the key cards back. We'll skin his face. 
This seems like a better plan than trying to catch Lube Man. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys are going to go on a real Jonathan St. John hunt. Thank you.